0: RDTDaily.com presents a Tara Buster with comedian Tara Devlin. Wait a minute. Something is wrong with my my headset here. Hold on. Does this sound weird to you guys? (laughs) This is how you start the show. (laughs) This is how a normal podcaster starts their show, right? They just start doing a a sound check (laughs) with the audience. (laughs) This is what you get. When you're a Tarabuster in the Tarabuster community. Thank you so much. My name is Tara Devlin. Let me, let me know how the sound is. Because <laughs> it sounds like doesn't sound that great to me, to tell you the truth. So hopefully it does sound good to you. You can hear me? Can everybody hear me? Nobody's answering me. <laughs> I'm talking to you! Oh, damn it. All right, my name is Tara Devlin. Thank you f- so much. All right, great. Thank you, Deborah, for answering me. <laughs> Finally, somebody answers me. Look alive, everybody. Look alive. I know I don't I should take my own advice. What's that symbol on your shirt? It's Susie. well, it's a star of David. It's, this is an actual, actually a vintage shirt that I wore. I've had this shirt for about 30 years. <laughs> I'm sure I could sell it on eBay. It's a Susie and the Banshee shirt. Uh, an original. All right. Probably bought at one of her shows, to tell you the truth. Well, one of their shows, Susie and the Banshees. All right, guys. My name is Tara Devlin. Thank you so much for hanging out. We meet here. We we have a regularly scheduled time at Saturdays at 6 p.m. Eastern at the RDT Daily Facebook and YouTube channels. And then we are rebroadcast on Sunday starting 6 p.m. Eastern on Progressive Voices or anytime on the Progressive Voices app, SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher. Please give the show a good review on iTunes and keep coming back. It works if you work it. So, work it, you're worth it and live it. Yeah. Um what else can you This is all there's so many things you have to do when you're in this Terra Buster community. Um you got to do you got to give it a good review. I mean, you got to be a patron. You don't have to be a patron. We we highly encourage you that to do that if you can. You but you can also you don't have to be a patron to join our Discord page if you'd like to do that and hang out between shows all right what else uh yeah patrons because we want to do a daily show people have been asking me i have to say it makes me feel good that i get messages from people saying where are you i missed your show how come you haven't had a show i haven't had a show since saturday and it does feel weird for me as well i want to do a show every day so, in order to make that happen, we need patrons. I'm, that's what I'm saying. I'm putting it out there. Alright? Become a patron at patreon.com slash And then we will have a daily show. One of these days. And hopefully before I... I don't know. I ain't getting any younger, I gotta tell you that. And doesn't it feel like we've all aged a thousand years? Three and a half f in years of this shit how much longer i ask that question all the time i have to ask how much longer are we going to take it and the thing that's really concerning is what you guys already know well, how how does anybody still support this republican party anybody how does anybody still f- support Twitter? Now, a lot of we've been over this before, but a lot of people say, you know, I could um, understand how somebody could vote for for Twitter. I could I could never understand it. I don't give them that much uh, leniency. Anybody who voted, for a con man, really wasn't doing their research, frankly. All you got to do is Google. The guy's a goddamn con man, and he always has been. So you he's not a successful businessman. You're a dupe. So, that, all right, let's just get that. And I don't have any sympathy. I, I really, when somebody tells me that they voted for Trump, Honestly, it diminishes them in my eyes. Some people, they'll be apologetic about it. Others, I don't know, not so much. Uh, Some others are ashamed, so they don't say anything. I told you guys this story because I I practice Buddhism, and in my Buddhist community... (laughs) one of the one of the pers the people in the community he made the mistake of this is years ago when this right after the election he told me that he had voted he voted for Trump and of course i was like are you an idiot or something like what's wrong with you you're supposed to be a little bit more conscious i would think but there you go doesn't matter buddhist whatever Who cares? He's not that swift, I have to tell you, in my opinion. He's not that, he's not the brightest bulb. But every time I meet him or see him, or, you know, now I haven't seen him that often because everybody's whatever, we're all social distancing. But he would come to my house sometimes and the door would ring. I'd open the door, he'd be standing there. The first thing I would think is, this guy voted for Trump. I can't help it. That's what I... It's the first thing that pops into my mind. And I try to forgive him. I can't. How could you be so stupid? Really? And so stupidly racist, too. Because this person, in my opinion, is not a racist... I don't know, maybe, uh, maybe without even realizing, but how do you, as a Buddhist, vote for somebody who comes down an escalator calling Mexicans rapists? Enough, period, end of sentence, that's it. That should have been the disqualifying factor. We should all be vigilant to that kind of bullshit That racist bullshit. And it should be completely inexcusable. The fact that so many Americans, so many idiots voted for him. In spite of that. That's it. Don't, I mean, we could do the whole litany of, of, uh, crimes. Both large and small. This goddamn traitor has inflicted on humanity. But the, that one thing, that's the disqualifier. His announcement, the, the first day that he announced that he was running for the so-called presidency, he, and we all know, uh, Michael Cohen confirms what we all knew, that he didn't expect to win. He didn't want to win. He was running as a publicity stunt for his shitty, s- ugly, tacky hotels. What an ignorant, grasping, tiny human being. And not even human. I'm sorry to use human. Sick. Disgusting. So, which brings me, now here we are, three and a half minutes over three and a half years later. And how much longer are we going to take it? See, we've always... I've been awake this whole time. Maybe some people weren't. Okay, but that's no excuse. You should be ashamed of yourself if that's the case. But um, three and a half more years... The, and there's still people at his rallies 3 and a, well, 3 and 3 quarters years later there are still people supporting him cheering him d- doing what he says idiots so goddamn um, i guess convinced of this con that they literally put themselves in the hospital because of drinking bleach because the idiot told them to do it, to ward off coronavirus. We all know Trump, he doesn't give a shit about this country. He never did. He's a traitor. And, yeah, it's all about money. So, he will burn this bitch to the ground. And I don't mean this bitch. I'm talking about the whole goddamn thing. This country. He will burn this country to the ground as long as he can be king of the ashes. That's a perfect line from Game of Thrones. And it applies. Absolutely. He's a disgusting, disgraceful... I, I mean, i got to get a a goddamn... I have to get out of the source about it. It's, well, I should, actually. You know, my uncle, my great-uncle, wrote the, the book Antonyms and Synonyms. So I should know a little bit more. It's kind of a... I don't know. I don't know if it's a famous book. It's, it's just a book of antonyms and synonyms. I can't even say it. <laughs> That's my great uncle Joseph Devlin. Look it up. Antonyms and synonyms. Oops. I mean, that's got to be some kind of brains that sits down and writes a book of. An- I mean, it's not a. It's not a clever title. It's a book of antonyms and synonyms. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I wish I could do something like that i could take my mind off of other things and write a book of antonyms and synonyms am i saying that right antonyms i can't even say it antonyms and synonyms who the hell wrote that who, who made that word so difficult for me to say not that i can't i can't read it we haven't all right all right let's get back to the point here we have an ignoramus we've had ignoramuses before We've had, I don't know, sociopaths before, but we've never had an ignorant sociopath. I don't think so. Well, but, hey, we've never had somebody for all the crimes that they've committed. Dick Cheney, we had. He's a scumbag, an evil bastard who m- ch- masturbated to tortured prisoners. Not that I have any proof of that, but we know he wanted to see the tapes of prisoners being tortured, the scum, so he could, I don't know, it was a substitute for Viagra, perhaps, I don't know, disgusting these people are, that's how disgusting they are, violating the Geneva Conventions, I mean, they all hate the troops, I don't know how anybody, whoever wore the uniform or wears the uniform, votes for a Republican Well, because there's suckers born every minute. Yeah, and I did wear the uniform, so I get to say shit like that, okay? And it's always baffling to me because Republicans are war criminals. They send the people to die based on lies, and then they violate the Geneva Convention, so when you get captured... They get to torture you now. You see what I mean? Whatever. These, this is what we're up against. And it's only getting worse. So don't think that it's, I mean, the next two months before the election, the fun is just getting started. And the Republicans could give a shit they're over the coronavirus, guys, just so you know. Not that they ever were, had any interest in it, but this country is not going to stay a unified country at this rate. And I'm all for breaking it up, to tell you the truth. It's, in, it's, it's beyond repair. There are so many ignoramuses. There is so much corruption. There is so much mistrust. They have fomented a hatred of government, and they've fomented a hatred of civic life, that how are we ever going to be unified? They don't have an interest in democracy republicans what are they doing today they came back from their vacation they went on all right relax i'm trying not to curse you know that they went on vacation while the american people are on effing food lines while we are losing our health insurance in the middle of a pandemic because we have a shitty, stupid system where your health insurance is connected to your job. There is nothing more stupid than that unless you want to be a serf. That's the United States of serfs and lords. So you get to have benefits if you go find yourself a lord to serve. That's kind of like the system the founders rebelled against. But, you know, what do I know? I just have a dinky podcast. But what are they doing about it? Not You know what? The Republicans came back from vacation and they immediately got to work. Oh, no, no, no. Not helping the American people. Not doing their job for the people they pretend to represent. They got to work stuffing more unqualified judges on the bench. That's what they're doing. And they're, they want to pass. No, 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 no. They, they put together an insult. They're calling it a skinny coronavirus relief bill. Skinny. Skin, because you know Why? You're not suffering enough. You get it? They need the economy. You know, they Wall Street needs its VIG. They're not rich enough on Wall Street. You're not desperate enough, they guess, to get back out there and pretend like there is no coronavirus. They don't give a shit. If you live or die. In fact, you'll be better off for them if you're dead. Two million dead? They want to reach herd immunity? Two million dead? That's nothing to them. They don't care. Whatever. Whatever. They got theirs. Mitch McConnell's fine. Him and his Chinese spy wife. They're doing well. And it is a, it's a cult of Twitter, but it's always been. It it's, doesn't matter who's in the Oval Office. It's a cult of destroying this country. And they don't have any other agenda. It's inconvenient for them that we have a coronavirus all of a sudden. But that's not stopping them from their agenda. If only they were as adamant to help the American people as they are to help themselves and their rich friends and destroying the country. If they were as dedicated. I mean, they are like a rabid dog on a chicken wing when it comes to making the rich richer. How many skinny bills do they pass for the rich, I want to ask? I've never seen a skinny bill funneling more money to the top. But this is a cult. Yeah, it's a cult of Trump. But they'll be doing the same thing if it were a cult of Pence. They don't care. That's why they're letting Trump get away with his crimes. Because it doesn't matter. Ultimately, they are still on the road to oligarchy, entrenched intergenerational aristocracy. This is the point. It's inconvenient that there's a con man squatting in the White House despite receiving fewer votes. That doesn't bother them, though. They'll say to the press, Oh, no, I don't read the tweets. They have their agenda They have their own agenda going on. The coronavirus has its agenda. The American people have their agenda. You know, you might have an agenda to get up tomorrow morning and get to the food line at 5 a.m. But that's not their problem. You just are unlucky enough to live in the United States of serfs and lords in the last days of the American republic. I ask all the time, how much longer are we going to take it? Well, we have a million, millions, millions of Americans that haven't had enough. You see, it will never be enough because there's something desperately wrong with them. Frankly, many of them are racist. Many of them are stupid. Absolutely. before i begin again or continue continue begin again continue whatever i'm doing here one minute rolls into the next and next thing you know you're you I don't know you're old that's how it happens um, but well what's the alternative you know what i mean i want to thank richard for your super chat and your cute emoji how's it going it's going it's going and thank you, Jim, for your super chatter. I just wanted to get that... Say that before we keep going. Um, first of all, be uh, as another aside... Maybe it's not an aside. It might be... I don't know. Some fucker. <laughs> I don't know what the hell or who the hell. But... I don't know how. I guess you can find anybody's address nowadays, um, but I'm I'm receiving mail from Donald J. Trump. Okay, and where? where the hell is it? And whatever it doesn't matter. He sent me some shit. I don't like. Great. Somebody put me on a goddamn Republican mailing list. They put me on all kinds of mailing lists for just conservative shit. I have to show you some of the shit that I receive. It's, it's fucking ridiculous. Oh, there I go again. Jesus Christ. I can't even... St- I can't even use my own moratorium. I can't stick to it. I don't want to curse, you know why? Because I think I explained it before. Somebody said to me... Well, I got a message on Facebook once, and they said oh, I have a small radio station. You would be great except for all the cursing. So then and and I said, I can not curse, but they haven't responded. But you never know. I just thought maybe somebody would put me on a bigger, I don't know, whatever, just to make the show grow. You know what I mean? That's the bottom line. But you have to see some of this. It's amazing. Um, these conservative. It's interesting. I because I study Trumpansies like Jane Goodall studied the apes. I continue receiving these mailers because I want to see what they're thinking and what they're saying to each other. And this thing, this mailing list that I'm on, it's called conservative. Let me look this up. Conservative. I think it's called conservative direct. Hold on, but it's amazing how everything. Oh, it's called conservative brief. But they, everything um, is always uh, Schumer gets served could be removed from leadership. All of the, the headlines on the mailing list, are lies just blatant lies Kamala Harris bombshell decades in prison I'm, I'm reading them right off the, the mailers I mean it's just the subject Adam Schiff begs for mercy resigned from office Limbaugh drops a Joe Biden bomb Oh my God! Senate confirms eighty-six to two. Crying Chuck is humiliated. Twenty-twenty election shakeup. Supreme Court now involved. Unbelievable, right? Some of sometimes the the headlines scream: uh, Pelosi is out things like that and it's so clearly not true and then when you let's see let let me see because then when you click on the story just to see what the what the hell the lie is it supposed to be about it's about nothing what the of what the headline said is that a real sentence i don't know i'm not using words correctly tonight After exposing Biden, Tucker Carlson confirms the rumors. Pence out? Dems take sickening action. This is abhorrent. Let's see. Pence booted from commencement speech. This is the story that is abhorrent. The rabble-rousers who have taken our nation by storm are never going to be defeated if we continue to give in to their insane demands. As much as people on the left despise President Donald Trump because he does not speak like a normal politician. He doesn't speak like a a normal human. You would think they would welcome Vice President Mike Pence, who does. I guess they always have to use their title so we don't forget that these inhumane, abnormal, abnormal assholes are, we're supposed to be, they're supposed to be the, uh, you know, revered. A Christian man and a, this is what it says, a Christian man and a good speaker. The vice president was set to give the commencement speech at Wisconsin Luth- Lutheran College in Kenosha, Wisconsin, until this week. Oh, he's a good speaker. He speaks real good, you know? If Ken, if Kenosha, Wisconsin sounds familiar to you, it's likely because the that is the city where Jacob Blake resisted arrest and was shot by police. He resisted arrest? Jacob Blake is the one who was shot in the back, walking away from police resisted arrest so that's the news they're getting that's conservatives he resisted arrest we all saw the video he walked away from the police and the guy took out his gun and shot him in the back seven times that's resisting arrest then i played for you the video of that white kid who's who was on mushrooms or something and he stormed into a police station took a cop's gun wrestled with about nine of them shot the gun into into the wall just coincidentally it wasn't like he wasn't aiming at anybody and they subdued him because he was white of course now imagine if a black kid on mushrooms walked into a police station and started shooting stealing someone stealing a cop's gun and shooting into the wall what do you think would happen ready aim fire that's for sure he resisted arrest so here in the United States of serfs and lords when you have your the Praetorian guard out there that aren't that are acting as a mobile execution squad, not uh, cops who are supposed to take you to your day in court. That's what it means to be free. You understand? Free societies, the, uh, the nation of laws. We don't have mobile execution vans. It's shooting people. And if there is a crime... There is a court system. Well, no. Until the Republicans get through with it, that is. Resisting arrest. That gets you shot in the back seven times? What is wrong with the, this country? What? No, it's not the country. It's them. They have entirely too much power, but it's all it all comes down to the, i mean i can i can diagnose it but we know i believe it is because of largely because of media because of the deregulation of the media and when bill clinton signed the telecommunications act that enabled the right to rise, you know, not to rise up, I mean, whatever, to consolidate news, to create silos of information where you don't get, you, you just get confirmation bias. So somebody who's reading this article, they're not getting the truth. They're getting... They're being told that they're correct in their racist-ass opinions and ideas, and that anybody that challenges them is out to get them. I'm not out to get them. I just want them to be where where they belong, in the permanent minority. Wait, hold on. What are you doing? Come on. He's so good, this cat. Tara Jr. Jr., ladies and gentlemen. Tara Jr. Jr. Tr- joins. Wait a minute. He's so good. You know what he did? He taps me on the leg. He's like, I'm here. <laughs> can I come up? Yes, you can. Yes, we can. Yes, we can. Yes, we can. Yes, we can. All right. All right. He's laying down now. Lay down. Get your leg up here. All right. Good kid. Let's see. What what is this? Uh, The university thought it would be too controversial to have the Vi... Oh, okay. I guess I don't have any editors over here. The Vi president speak at the commencement after the shooting of Blake. Uh, obviously, these are articles written by somebody with a second-grade grammar or whatever. The university said on Thursday that announced after... I'm, I'm reading it verbatim here. The university said on Thursday that announced after... Th- it doesn't make any sense. That announced that after further review... Okay? That's a sentence. The university said on Thursday that announced that after further review, really, okay, with careful consideration of the escalating events in Kenosha, the WLC board of regents and the college's administration have jointly decided uh, to present a different speaker instead of the vice president of the United States, Michael R. Pence. R. Yeah, it doesn't sound it's not the same if you don't put the R in there. The college is pleased to announce the that Reverend Mark Jesky of St. Marcus Lutheran Church has agreed to to serve. Whatever, 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 who cares? That's just one article. Resisting arrest. If it sounds familiar to you, it's likely because this it is the city where Jacob Blake resisted arrest and was shot by police. That's it. Isn't that the story? No, not really. Well, And that's what Republicans do. That's what conservatives do. That's what fascists do. They take a sliver of truth. And they conflate it to fix the facts around the policy. That's what they do. And speaking, I have to, the reason I brought it up is because today in the mail, the reason I brought up that somebody, they're putting me on all these conservative or fascist mailing lists. And it's, it's annoying because now I'm going to get on all the goddamn mailing lists. You know what I mean? When you put you on one and then they sell your name to other people. So I'm going to get all this shit. And then I'm going to have the post, whoever delivers the mail, they're all going to think I'm an idiot receiving this propaganda. But the worst thing that came in the mail is... I, re- I I didn't order this. This came free. This is a gratis. Where is it? How much more shit am I going to get? Look. Ronald Reagan calendar. The Reagan Ranch 2021 calendar. There he is, the old gipper. Or whatever. The, where, the person whom, to whom, I can't even talk tonight. I can never talk. The purse, the, the, you know, we could trace the decline of the American Republic straight to his door. Oh, look, here he is riding a horse. Who the hell would put this thing up? Here he is laughing. Look, he's he's just like us laughing at the homeless that he caused. Remember they, they kicked out uh, they well they they cut back on services for uh, mental health and all of these and then all of a sudden we had homeless people living on the streets. There he is with another horse. Whoops and a dog see even Hitler had a dog though what the hell is with this horses they certainly love horses what is this shit look there he is with a cowboy hat what who cares he's walking out of a door okay it's not even a good picture just some Like whatever some aluminum siding and an old wannabe cowboy okay what's in his hand I don't know I can't tell it's probably something disgusting though oh look at there he is talking to reporters oh the fake news they even had fake news back then Oh, here he is pretending to fix a fence. Why is the fences always breaking down on these Republican ranches? Who do they get to do their fence work? It's always they're always in need of repair. They probably use the same one. Aw, Irish setter. Nice dog ugly disgusting president but they could do this there would be a much better calendar it's the dogs dogs of the world look he's carrying some lumber just like you and me and it's what what the back of Nancy's head What kind of shitty photographer is this? They suck at everything. They can't even make a nice calendar. Oh my god. (laughs) It's like... Now he's holding a picture of a horse. They should have had him on a horse holding a picture of a horse. And of course a gun is behind him. Because nothing is worth doing unless it, it has some killing involved. So... That's what I received in the mail today, F effing Ronald Reagan calendar. So that's how I know it's the end of the world. It's almost like, I don't know, I'm in some kind of bizarro world. Imagine, <laughs> imagine this is bizarro world and I didn't know it. It could, it could happen. And in this world, I'm a rabid Trumpanzi. Oh my God, that'd be crazy. Well, anyway. Let's get back to work. Guys, guys, who's here? Did I just lose everybody? Yes, Pence is a horrible speaker, Andrea, on the chat. He's not a good speaker. He sucks. He's the speaker. Where is this? We're not going to let Joe Biden and Kamala Harris cut America's meat. Yeah, he's great. We're not going to let Joe Biden and Kamala Harris cut America's meat. America's meat. He knows really when to use those inflections. America's meat. Meat. (laughs) America's meat. Oh, my God. Help us. All right. On a more serious note. So... Like I was saying, in the, in that conservative, whatever that is, not conservative, conservative brief, they have balls calling themselves conservatives, really. Call yourself what you are, at least. Fascists. Really. At least in Italy and in parliamentary systems around the world, the fascists have the guts to call themselves what they are. You're conservative? What is conservative about them? They're not conserving anything. Well, unless you uh, think conserving aristocracy, but they're not conserving aristocracy. They're building aristocracy. We didn't have an intergenerational aristocracy here until they started to rebuild one. That's what they did when they undid the estate tax and the GOP tax scam. Or the Bush tax cuts. all we all remember them. But now they're permanent. This is why we have this widest income gap of all of our Western partners, all Western democracies. We have the widest income gap. Is that okay? No. Not if you want a functioning democracy, but it is if you want a functioning intergenerational aristocracy and oligarchy, yes, that's what they're doing. And that's why they want us at each other's throats. So, for example, fixing the facts around the policy. Everything is fixing the facts around the policy. And tonight, from... Well, here's in the New York Times. Department of Homeland Security downplayed threats from Russia and white supremacists. Former head of the Department of Homeland Security's intelligence division accused senior leaders of warping the agency around President Trump's political interests. So tonight... Here it was just posted. Um, top officials with the Department of Homeland Security directed agency analysts to downplay threats from violent white supremacy and Rush- and uh, Russian election and interference. A Homeland Security in- intelligence official said in a whistle whistleblower can. I'm sorry, I can't talk. I really, I gotta get better. Whistleblower complaint released on Wednesday. Brian Murphy, the former head of Homeland Security, of the Homeland Security's intelligence branch, said in the complaint that he was ordered this spring by Chad F. Wolf, the acting secretary of, of the department, to stop producing assessments on Russian interference and focus instead on Iran and China. That request, Mr. Murphy said, was routed through Mr. Wolf. And from Robert C. O'Brien, the White House natu- National Security Advisor. You see what's going on? They don't give a shit about any real threats to this country because they're in the process of destroying this country. This is not hyperbolic. I'm not just saying this, this is what is happening. If you are under threat and your Department of Homeland Security, your intelligence agencies tell you, don't pay any attention to what's actually going on because we need to fix the facts around the policy again. Another time, Republicans fix the facts around the policy. So Trump wants us, for his political... For his election, he wants us to think. I don't know what the shit is about China and Joe Biden. He wants us to conflate. I don't really understand it. I don't think it's getting any legs, but they're trying. China, we heard Bill Barr being interviewed saying China's our greatest threat. Not Russia. Not the country that interfered and helped install Twitler to the office. Not the country that is now interfering once again in our election. Not the anti-democratic, autocrat-run, America-hating, democracy-hating autocracy that has, I don't know, for some reason... That Twitler is so in in awe of. Well, Michael Cohen, if you saw Rachel Maddow interviewed Michael Cohen yesterday, it's 100%. What he said, he wants, Twitler wants that kind of power. He wants to be like Putin. He wants to be like Kim Jong-un. He wants to be like uh, what's that? M.B.S. Mohammed bin Sal. You yeah, know all of the most disgusting, anti-democratic dictators of Earth. He wants to be like them. And the Republicans, the Republicans, meanwhile, what are they doing? They don't give a shit. Like I said, they're ensure they let him have what he wants. Whatever, L- whatever he's. He's doing what he's doing. Okay, whatever. They want, they're not paying attention. They're not doing anything about it because this gives them the opportunity to fulfill their agenda, what they have always been after, namely destroying democracy once and for all. And I'm telling you, we, they've been broadcasting it. They've been signaling it. We've been warned. There will not be a peaceful transfer of power. Trump is not leaving office. You get it? And what are we going to do about it? Apparently these... Where is this war game? This... um, What do you call it? They war game... War gamed the election... In every scenario, there was chaos. I'll just read this. What's the worst that can happen? The election will likely spark violence and a constitutional crisis. Of course it will. It's, it, it involves Twitler. Can you see him conceding? Absolutely not. Will you see him ever play fair? Can you see him on the night of the election when he loses? You see him picking up the phone and thanking Joe Biden and conceding to Joe Biden? No, absolutely not. Being fair, sitting there while Joe Biden is sworn in. Absolutely not. And, yeah, Andre on the chat says the military cannot back him if he loses. Absolutely. That's the saving grace is, what do you think will happen? I mean, this is why we have civilian control of the military. Well, partly. The founders, they understood how the military, an autocrat can gain the support of the military. I mean, it happens all over the world, and it's happened throughout history that autocrats gain control of the military, and they use that military and turn it against the, um, the government. From ancient Rome to today, we see that happening. So the civilian control of the military, so a general won't have as much power as the president because the president is supposed to be, you know, this is a civilian. And so they couldn't be like Caesar and turn the army against the, the Senate. So, but do you really see that? The Twittler? conceding the good thing about what's coming out with the military, not supporting Twitler. I can't see them going along. I can see them dragging him from the white house, which I would be pleased with, frankly, but how any service member, how anyone, how any human supports this dictator This wannabe dictator is beyond me. And that is a failure. Uh, Honestly, it's a failure of many things, including... Well, it really is. It's not just a failure of, uh, I was going to say, of our education system. It's It's the result of the systematic attacks on our government that have been going on for generations. And that includes... Our education system. This is why the Republicans have been attacking and undermining education in the country. That's why they don't, they go off not just government, you know, they hate government. And when you hear them say they hate the government, just hear them, what they're really saying is that they hate democracy and they hate America. So, but they also the when they go after public education, they're going after one of the pillars of democracy. They they go after all the pillars of democracy. The press, education education especially. We have to have public education because one of the reasons And there has to be standards. And this is the thing why Republicans always or cons, excuse me, why they always um they want private schools and charter schools and they want to uh, people to homeschool because they don't want us having a common story, teaching a common history. Otherwise, how can they divide and conquer us? We have to have, uh-oh, I see what's going on. Oh, okay. It looked like the show was buffering. We have to have a common story. And that's why Republicans want us to have all different stories. We don't even have a common reality. We don't agree on what is real and what is not real. I mean, obviously, truth has a liberal bias. But if we have... This is the thing with... um. During Barack Obama's presidency, there was they were trying to standardize some tests, if if I remember correctly, in schools. and the Republicans cons were u- losing their minds because they're saying, oh, they're being indoctrinated. They're indoctrinating our children. Yeah. We're indoctrinating the children. With the story of democracy and how you maintain a democracy, how you maintain freedom, what that means, what that looks like, how you are hypersensitive against autocracy, how you must, you got to be. Otherwise, we will end up like every other republic. And honestly, I think we're already there. To tell you the truth. This is why I say, I've been saying, I know that many, of course, Democrats, they're not anywhere near this. Why do we have to stay unified? Why do we have to stay the United States? We How, how many years have we, okay, we've been at this 240 something years. Okay. Enough is enough. They have zero interest in a unified country let's let's break it up isn't that a more sane and rational thing to do break it up we could be a federation sure whatever you have your country go for it we've i've had i've had enough of them And we can all have a big vote who wants to go where, who wants to go blue, who wants to go red or whatever the hell you want to call yourselves. But I'm sick of dragging these albatrosses around my goddamn neck, around all of our necks and having to endure them. Uh, uh, We're not out there. With guns shooting people in the streets. And it's only just begun. They can't even tell the truth. When Just reading that conservative, whatever the hell, magazine, uh, whatever, that newsletter that came. Oh, you, you know uh, Mr. Blake. He's the one that resisted arrest and was shot by police. Except he was... Walking away. He wasn't resisting arrest. And they shot him in the back seven times. You've left out some crucial details there. Just like in this country. I mean, where do we live? It's already past the point of no return. We have a dictator squatting in the White House despite receiving fewer votes. And an entire party... That doesn't give a shit. They're not, they're not um, in it for democracy. They're not in it for the country. Mitch McConnell? Do you think he gives two goddamn seconds of a thought on his constituents? Anybody? How much does he think about the people he pretends to represent? What, do you think that they keep him up at night? Oh, hi, Terry Jr., Jr. We are back. He start, I start screaming and he jumps down. So, of course, this election will be, there will be violence. There's already been violence. There's already violence. We are the disgrace of the world. We couldn't leave this country if we wanted to, thanks to Twitler. We have completely failed in the cor- this coronavirus response. There is no response. This is a freaking con man who we know tonight, first of all, uh, Bob Woodward's book is out and there's recordings of Trump telling him how deadly the coronavirus is while he goes out and downplays it for the dupes and tells them to liberate Virginia Liberate Michigan Yeah, dummies, get out there and die. They don't care if you're alive, you're better off dead in their estimation. You're you're nothing. So yeah, Trump is a cheater. He has never he's never won gracefully. He's never lost, gracefully. He's a a goddamn cancer. What is he? The scum of the scum of the cancer of the scum. Of democracy. Of America. He's the absolute worst. Like a monster that we, only we, could create here. In a greedy, grasping, arrogant, immature... Ugh. Hi-po- hypocritical racist. Unable to live up to its founding principles. Whatever. The, a hypocritical disgrace of a country. Oh, you can leave. No, you can't. I can't. Sorry. Twitter saw to that. And he's not going to be like, oh, look at this. I lost the election. Let me call my opponent, Joe Biden, and say congratulations. Because here in the United States, our greatness is we model the peaceful transfer of power. You think he gives a shit? He doesn't know anything about that. In fact, I'm really... Um, I really wonder, you know, how he sees Putin poisoning people and murdering journalists and whatnot, why he hasn't followed suit. Or maybe he has. Who knows? Or maybe he just hasn't had the balls yet. But give him time. Give him another term and see what happens. First of all, what are we going to do? He wins the electoral college. Get the F out of here. He's, he is deliberately sowing chaos in this election. He, again, last night, told his morons to go vote twice. So vote on your absentee ballot and then go to the polls and vote. So there will be chaos. And they'll, they're going to do it. These are people who drank bleach. Okay? Okay. These are people who are, who are, who go to a rally to see him. And they're not social distancing and they're not wearing masks. Half of them behind the him, you know, they told them, oh, here, put on a mask because you're going to be on camera. And half of them didn't even wear it. So let them die. As far as i concern, concerned, I don't care. As long as it's them, but they have to infect normal people. That's the problem. unbelievable according to the washington post we want to, here's an article rosa brooks what's the worst that can happen we wanted to know what's the worst that can happen to our country during a presidential election president trump has broken countless norms Pfft, it's not just norms laws Oh, it's just me breaking a norm again. What if, I, I mean, I should just go rob a bank and be like, oh, well, I'm just moving that norm. I didn't break a law. It was, I was uh, challenging norms. President Trump has broken countless norms. I like to break his norm. And ignored countless laws during his time in office. And while my colleagues and I at the Transition Integrity Project didn't want to lie awake at night contemplating the ways the American experiment could fail, could fail. What do you mean? It is failing. We realized that identifying the most serious risks to our democracy might be a best way to, to avert a November disaster. It's not. It's not that it could fail. It is failing. It has failed. I guess I'm reluctant to put it in the past tense, but it has. Well, I guess it's maybe it hasn't a hundred percent, seventy-five percent. It's all of the things that the Republicans, for generations, have been putting in place. It's coming to fruition. The The chickens are coming home to roost as they always do in failure. That's, well, it's failure if you want a free society that works for all. So it's failure. But for Republicans, it is by design. This is their plan. You don't attack the pillars of democracy. For for nothing. And I you know what? I have to give credit where credit's due as well to the Democrats, the DLC Democrats. They were warned, but they knew. Don't you think Bill Clinton knew what was gonna happen when he signed the Telecommunications Act? If I knew it as a college student, we all that he knew it. That that would mean the consolidation of media. That would mean the corporatization of media. It would mean that big companies will own the, the, the megaphone and that they won't report certain things that they don't want you to know. If it affects their bottom line, and that's what we see. That's why we have a corporate media now, and it's a disgrace. And we have... However many Americans going to one side, looking at, you know, at Fox News, watching Fox News religiously. And then we have the others, you know, so-called, well, the corporate Democrats that are, what are they? I mean, watching MSNBC and CNN, but they're not getting the full story there either. We don't hear anything on CNN or MSNBC or the so-called liberal media about what we need to be talking about. For the most part, they're not. They're not talking about our. Well, now they're saying it a little. I have to say, the upward immobility, the income disparity. I'm hearing some of that. I guess it's because it's really beyond beyond repair. But that should be really our, I don't know, I don't know, Tara Jr., Jr., what am I going to do? A landslide for Joe Biden resulted in a relatively orderly transfer of power. Every other scenario we looked at involved street-level violence and political crisis. So that's the thing. We have to overwhelm the vote. If you're going to vote for Joe Biden, as I will, to get rid of this fascist and his, you know, I don't know. It makes me so upset because, you know, Joe Biden, I'm glad. I, we got to get rid of this, fa- this Twitler asshole. He's got to go. But we also need to remove the Republican Party as they have to be relegated to permanent minority status. They are irredeemable. And we have to get the DLC types to to understand that the Republicans are, they're not a legitimate party. They don't have an interest in democracy. So, reform, get those Lincoln Project idiots, the ones who voted for Sarah Palin, you know, all the ones all along the line, that if it wasn't Twitler in the office, if it was Mike Pence, they would be on board with Pence 100%. You understand that. This li- These Lincoln Project characters, they might be able to produce great videos. Awesome. Wonderful. But they're not our friends. They brought us to this place just as easily and as much as Mitch McConnell did. They'd vote for Mitch McConnell. I mean, half of them voted for Twitler. That's for sure. They brought us to this point. So, the entire Republican Party and... I would say a quarter of the Democratic Party, maybe more, who knows, all the corporate, the corporateers, the corporatists, they, they have to go. We need to shore up all of the fissures of corruption that made this Twitler monster possible. It's sort of like, oh, let's see. I know, I know. Oops, I'm sorry. (laughs) He's just sitting on my keyboard, so it's hard to control. But, you know, it's like, sort of like, uh, you know, I'm in recovery, and I can't even say this. This is probably too graphic. But, you know, I was a drug addict, so it's sort of like cocaine brought you brought me you i'm saying you you didn't do it. brought me to my knees you know what i mean all the other drugs it was like once i you know i was i did all drugs but um the it was the cocaine that really was like the super highway to my bottom you know what i mean and that's what trump is you could maybe the republicans could have went on for for more for many more generations being their low grade fascists just like i could have went on probably drinking excessively if i never never progressed to other drugs and whatnot i could have been a low grade just a functioning alcoholic but still sick ...and dysfunctional. That's kind of the way the Republicans are. They're still sick. Twintler... ...opens up the, the scab. We get to see... ...whatever that... ...whatever's in Pandora's box. He is everything... ...that we feared. Everything that I've been... ...warning against for years... I said, if this, this must lead to that, must lead to that. And here we are. Even back in the day when I was in college, when I was studying communications in college, I told you, when they passed the communication, the telecommunications act, we all had a big discussion. What will happen? This is bad news because now it will mean the consolidation, the ownership consolidation, and here we are. So how do you undo this? Because you have so many Americans that have no memory of any other way. They don't know that this is not normal, that this is not freedom, that's not democracy. That freedom doesn't mean that a few get to be super uber rich while so many get to, what, struggle, hang on by their fingernails. That's not the way a functioning democracy is supposed to be. And we're supposed to care. We're supposed to give a shit about our fellow Americans that we should be embarrassed that people have to go to food banks. That's me. That means we're not doing it correctly. That we don't have a functioning democracy. That's a sign of our um, failure. That's the truth. In other countries, in the Scandinavian countries, they have to work. If you got, you got to work really hard to be homeless. You got to be deliberately homeless. You got to be like, leave me alone. I want to be homeless. It should. We should have that feeling, that understanding, that we don't. Ha- we have enough money. We are. Ri- we're the richest country on earth. There should be nobody homeless here. There should be nobody hungry. There should be no bad schools or good schools. It should all be us. We should be so proud of our functioning society that we say, look, here we have have so much here that look at our schools, look at our streets, look at our communities. Not all this you know, all this disparity, and that is because, why? Because of our racist-ass history, because of our greed, well, the greed of the 1%, and the corruption of government. They're not in there. They're not even in there to make the trains run on time. They're in there to make the rich richer that's why many the progressive the the up-and-coming progressive representatives they're not taking corporate money and that's good they don't get they don't have to spend their days on the phone calling uh, rich people I mean maybe they do I don't know maybe they still have to do that now that I'm saying that but if that isn't a sign of how broken the system is, that our representatives have to go to work and spend a large chunk of their day calling donors. And then we have the whole, uh, the whole class that you see, when you hear on corporate media, they don't even say it with a sense of irony or disgust. They don't, the the term donor class. They talk about, what about the donor class? What does the donor class think of, the donor class? What does the donor class think of this? What are you talking about? That is the wrong question. What is a donor class doing in a democracy? That doesn't sound like a democracy to me. A donor class? What the hell is that? You see, then the consolidated corporate media, they're not pointing it out. What they're saying is, let's bring out the big board. We got a percentage here, a percentage there. Somebody's up, somebody's down. It's uh, it's all a horse race. Is that what we all... That's why our, uh, the founders fought a revolution? That's why people died? This is, a, this is disgusting. And it's not working. I'm sorry. I know that a lot of our fellow Americans don't want to face the fact that when you're leased up at Lee Mobile, you shouldn't be okay with that, even if you're doing okay. If you're living in a country where the majority are living check to check, even though maybe you're not living check to check, you should still be concerned about that. Because that's not a functioning society. And that's why we have all the repercussions of that society. Like I was thinking recently about... Who was... Oh, it was George Floyd. They were... The, the Conservatives. What they did... Well, not even Conservatives. I'm to talk about Conservatives. The Fascists. They... They... Um, attacked George Floyd. As... Uh, he was on drugs, they're saying. You know, this is what they do when someone... When they... When cops kill a black man, they go and they have to go through uh, all of his flaws as if they were doing us a favor. You see, executing civilians on the street without trial, you know, selling Lucy cigarettes is now a, is an execution offense, but you don't get to even have a court. You don't even get to have a jury of your peers. It's just ready, aim, fire, right? Or, well, they'll choke you out in that sense, in that circumstance. But um, one of these conservatives, I think it was Candace Owens. Oh, God. That's why I ask you to become a patron, because this is what we're up against. You know, Candace Owens, she doesn't have to go, please be a patron. It makes me sick, really. Because um, they have, she's spewing the the corporate bullshit or the billionaire bullshit. So I'm sure she's well-funded. But they were saying, she was saying how, oh, George Floyd was on drugs and he committed a robbery and and I was like, yeah. Um, if that's the case, that's... Uh, he had the disease of addiction, right? I know Rush Limbaugh has that. And uh, Glenn Beck, he has the disease of addiction. But because he was, uh, he's on the other side of the tracks or whatever, he's on the right side of Reaganomics, well, he did, uh, George Floyd didn't have a housekeeper to send out to go cop drugs for him. I don't know, and Glenn Beck, I don't know where he got his cocaine, but he didn't have to commit a crime because he was, you know, he's well-funded, whatever. So if you don't like, uh, of course, nobody wants to be robbed, but if somebody's sick and they can't get treatment because we live in a society where, you know, everyone is hanging by a thread and we don't have health care, and you don't have that safety net you can't get better we all have to face the consequences of that that society the crime if that's this is the society we want to live in that's what we have created so you know They don't want to look at it like that, though. Because it doesn't suit that agenda, you know? Really. But that's the kind of society you don't like. I don't want to see homeless people on the streets. I find that to be um, embarrassing for our country, really. We should all be embarrassed about that. But we've been taught... Oh, well, I got mine. Keep going. Turn your eyes. As long as you got yours and everyone is hanging by a thread, so nobody wants to rock the boat. That's the way they want it. The rich will get richer and we'll just keep fighting amongst ourselves while also living in a society where we, we feel the consequences of the actions, because the Mitch McConnells of the world, they go behind the walls of their gated communities. While we're out here fighting over the scraps, fighting each other, living in the consequences of a system where people can't get medical treatment for a variety of sicknesses, including addiction, that's part of the problem. If you're a drug addict and you can't get treatment, we we face that con- we face the consequences of those actions. We have to live in that kind of society. So let's see. I'll get back to that story in a minute. but that's how they are. That's what Republicans are. They don't ever want you I don't know. They're all about redemption too, right? Glenn Beck, as long as you could find you find Jesus, right? Rush Limbaugh It's it's sickening. So um I one thing I wanted to say speaking of sickening and and Republicans, who are sickening, Um, this came out tonight. Where was it? Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Uh, Senator Tom Tillis' staffer sums up the GOP stance on health insurance. It's like buying a shirt. So he told a cancer survivor, well, if you can't afford medical care, don't get it. This is the where we live. You get it? That's the country Republicans have created. And remember, and, and DLC Dems, they created it too. I'm telling you, in the future, when future generations, if we are successful and we beat back this fascist bastard and all of his greed-centered ghosts of the Gilded Age and the ghouls that fly out like the freaking flying monkeys and attach their freaking rapacious gullets around our treasury like goddamn lampreys and suck on us until we're like we're we're goddamn uh, hosts from which to suck profit that's all we are right anyway um if we if we are successful and the future and there is a future maybe well, there'll always be a future, but we might not be in it. Those in the future, if we're successful, they look back. They're going to look back on Republicans like the scums that they are. I'm telling you, mark my words, they're going to look back and future generations will revile them even more vehemently than we, than normal people do now. They're going to look back and say, can you believe it? Can you believe how disgusting they were, these Republicans? Can you believe that there was a Republican Party? They called themselves the Republicans, well, whatever they are. And they actually believed and they would tell people that you if you, you didn't if you didn't have the money you shouldn't get health care and they will be disgusted as disgusted as normal people are today in the future they're going to look back it's like almost as we look back on the past and we say can you believe that they used to have seven year olds working in factories Because of their tiny fingers. How disgusting that is. Oh, don't worry. Republicans are working on that too. And I'm not kidding. So, to return us to those days. And we will. If we aren't careful. We will. We could also go back to a day or a time when... Not just indentured... Well, there could be indentured servants. There could be slavery again. Just because things we've seemed to evolve, doesn't mean that they can't go back. There are slaves on Earth now, although the common understanding is that that is wrong. But there was a time in human history that nobody even questioned it. It wasn't moral. Not even Jesus Christ questioned the morality of slavery. So, there you go. And that's why the goddamn... Christian well whatever, the slave assholes back in the day used to use the Bible to justify holding people in slavery. So But it doesn't mean that we can't devolve. So just like a republic doesn't mean we can't turn into an autocracy. And we are. We are. You're watching it. It must it might. I feel like Cicero at the end of the Roman Republic. I do watching it happen and talking about it writing about it and being like what what can I do all right so a staffer this is from The Huffington Post by Matt Fuller a staffer for Senator Tom Tillis Republican of course may have weakened his boss's already shaky political f- fortunes when he made one of Washington's worst, Political gaffes telling the truth. The staff member in Tillis's Washington office had been called by Beb Veals, one of the senator's North Carolina constituents and a three-time cancer survivor who worried about her health insurance status. Frustrated by the staffer's lack of empathy, Veals tried to make him understand Her and her husband's situation by asking him to imagine his parents in their position out of work, struggling to continue paying their health insurance premiums. That's when the staffer, according to Veals, told her that his parents would gladly die if they couldn't afford medical care. That's Republican. That's the that's the Republican health care plan. They would gladly die gladly yeah oh I I can't afford it I'm not no, I'm not anything as long as Jeff Bezos can go to Mars and not pay any taxes I'm good good night sorry oh bye bye uh, little whatever the hell um, your name is son of mine who works for Tom Tillis it's okay. I'm I'm so happy to die for capitalism. So many have. As long please, please, don't ever change Republicans. I'm willing to die. I wouldn't want to put the rich, you know, out of their a position of having to give a shit. It's, isn't that what we're here for? To be gr- grist for the mill. Fuel for those who will who who deserve it. That's how Anne Rand put it. What are the masses but to be used as fuel for those who deserve it? Those who deserve it. That's how sick. And you know, we are sick. We have millions of people who voted for them, for that kind of shit, that kind of sickening, sick, sickness. Now, what do you expect? You know, really? You expect, what, a, a bird not to fly, a fish not to swim, and a Republican not to be a disgusting, greedy ghoul who doesn't give a shit about anybody but themselves. But guess what? I bet you Tom Tillis's little bitch in his office, I bet you he has insurance. He's doing fine. So what does he care about a three-time cancer survivor? Worrying about bills. She lost her job. Oh, boo-hoo. You want to live? Yeah, you should die. My parents would gladly die for capitalism. Die for the cause, right? That's America. That's really the flag that we fly under, that we salute. Of greed, selfishness, indifference, sickness, Every every other country figured this out. What is wrong with us? Really? How much longer are we gonna take it? I gotta ask. How much longer? What what the hell? What is a Senator Tom Tillis doing in a in Congress? In the Senate, why is there a Senator Tom Tillis? Who voted for this freaking ghoul and his staffer that put that person on a staff? And guess what? They're they're answering the phones. That's your constituent. Like I said, Republicans don't give a shit about anybody but themselves. They're not in there to represent somebody. Bev feels you got to be kidding me. Bev, Republicans aren't there to help you. Now, if you were a bankster, a Wall Street profiteer, and you wanted, you were calling about getting some more tax giveaways or some other. How? What can you do? What? What? One hand washes the other. Some money here, some money there. What, uh, what are you going to do for me? Where? where uh, what can I do for you? Let me do for me. And then you can go write a law, Tim. Temp- or push, push my agenda. Meaning, not that Bev Veals can get medical care. That's not the agenda here. Nobody cares about a Bev Veals. Not the least of of whom, is Tom Tillis. He don't give a crap about a Bev Veals. Does it line his pockets? What can Bev Veals do for Tom Tillis? What can can you got any money, Bev Veals? I guess not. Oh well, go die. Bev Veals, what are you doing? Calling Tom taylor's You don't have a you got no money, Bev. Oh well, uh, uh, you're lucky you got on the somebody on the phone, to talk to you. Calling your betters, asking for help. What are they gonna do? Help? Go marry a billionaire. Pull yourself up by your bootstraps, Bev, and marry a billionaire. Or don't you have some any any innovation? You got uh, maybe an entrepreneur. You want to be an entrepreneur? Do you come up with some? I don't know Amway scam, or some multi level marketing, Trump vitamin scam. Separate people from their money somehow. If you did, oh you haven't figured that out, that's not how you. Spent your life? Oh, you spent your life fighting cancer three times. And working. I guess you weren't an entrepreneur, Bev. You're just one of the uh, suckers. Like the rest of us suckers on the wrong side of Reaganomics. Who can't save $400. Who live check to check. And then you lost your job in the pandemic? Well, can't you... like? Ivanka says find something new Bev find something new that's it if you can't get health insurance from your master from your lord you lost your lord Bev and they, they took your benefits they couldn't trickle any more benefits on you you can't go find something new Find a new Lord to serve, Bev. And maybe they'll trickle some benefits on you. And then you can get cancer. I mean, you can get health care for your cancer. Otherwise, you know, don't don't even... What are you going to do? But Die. <laughs> uh, Republicans aren't in office to help the likes of Bev Veals. Did you ever, I don't know, how much money did you give? You, do you have a super pack, Bev Veals? No? You just have cancer three times. Well, like this staffer, um, like he said, his parents would gladly die if they couldn't afford medical care. Well, I, I mean, really, what kind of sick person says that about their own parents first of all that's a cultist somebody who can't really put yourself in the shoes of somebody else that's what is the basic requirement for a republican in order to but you know what it's um it's not the basic requirement for a human right the well wait wait i put i said that wrong It is the basic requirement for a human. The ability to put yourself in the shoes of others, that's pretty much the, um, you know, that's like the baseline of being a human. (sighs) So let's see. Um, Veal said she was incensed by that comment, so she started recording the conversation. She again asked if it was really his and the GOP's position that if you can't afford health care, you shouldn't get to have it. Yeah, the staffer said, according to the recording, just like if I wanted to, if I want to go to the store and buy a new dress shirt. If I can't afford the dress shirt, I don't get it. Yeah, because, you know, if I can't afford to have cancer, I don't get it. Oh, wait a minute. That's not how health works. Oh, right. You don't get to choose whether you get cancer or not, you son of a bitch. This person, guess what? That is a person who lives amongst us. Who actually says things like that. And they walk around like that's a normal way to be. A normal thing to say to somebody else. They actually said that to somebody on the phone. Calling for help. Somebody who called them for help. That they're supposed to be there to help. They actually said that if my parents couldn't afford health care, they would gladly die. Gladly, gladly. What? What is this, Logan's Run? Gladly. Sick. Just buy a new dress. If I if I couldn't buy a new dress if I can't afford it well i can't yeah when you get your cancer diagnosis you don't get that luxury you're not like doc i'm really sorry i can't afford cancer right now i don't have a lord to serve they don't trickle any benefits on me and i don't have sick leave cuz i'm an american i'm a stupid in other words i'm the i'm i'm one of the stupidest people on earth i'm an american I, I chant USA, USA, USA whenever anybody tells me the truth. Whenever I'm confronted to about anything that's real, in order to evolve, I don't want to hear it. So I say USA, USA, USA. I'm a stupid American. That's why the rest of the world has health care. And we have Jeff Bezos. And those like him. We have a country where, what is it, three freaking people have more wealth than 50% of the population? Oh, that's okay. But Bev Veals, well, what are you going to do, Bev? Don't get cancer, you know? Who told you to get cancer? You should have been pulling yourself up by your bootstraps. And not getting cancer. Which, by the way, the whole pull yourself up by your bootstraps. That was... That's not even a good thing. It became something that uh, is now in the lexicon. But... It was a. It was it used to be a statement of irony. And impossibility. Really, because pulling yourself up by your bootstraps is impossible. So, she said in the conversation with Tom Tillis' staffer. After he said, if I can't afford that dress shirt, I don't get it. Can you believe that? I'm just stuck on that. I'm sorry. When I'm reading this again. Thinking about that human, that so-called human, that disgrace of a human being getting a phone call from somebody who is a cancer survivor who lost their job in this shitty effing System in this shitty economy, in this shitty country, run by goddamn greed centered ghosts of the Gilded Age and their ghouls and their flying monkey ghouls. And she's, you know, unfortunate enough to be born here instead of somewhere like Canada where she wouldn't have to worry. She wouldn't be calling up her representative. Saying, I'm, I don't have health care. I'm a three-time cancer survivor. I need medical care. Because she would have medical care. It wouldn't be on the list of stresses. She could concentrate on getting better and living her life. Not wasting the precious time in her life calling Tom Tillis' office and having to deal with a sociopath who answers the phone she says and, and and this fucking guy says if i don't if i can't afford a dress shirt i just don't get it well i can't afford cancer but i got it anyway because that's how it works you scumbag and i can only pray that there's there really is justice in the world and this person gets a taste of what he is inflicting or willingly helping inflict on others so callously inflicting on others his fellow americans that's why i say republicans they're not patriots they're not they're barely human Barely. The only reason they're human is because they have the worst aspects of the human condition. That's what marks them as human. Because they're the reminder of how we have to evolve. How much work we have yet to do. And how much we've failed. You don't give republicans an inch. You don't give them... A deregulated media. You don't give them what they want. You don't compromise with goddamn sociopaths. You don't give them a, a, the compromise of whatever, 1857. The compromise of that. You're always compromising with people with, 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 with decency. You don't compromise with truth, justice. Decency, Humanity. Who is compromising? Oh, yeah. We can't... We gotta have... We can't evolve. We can't have a, a country that... Has human beings of darker pigment... Living amongst each other equally. Oh, no, no. Let's compromise. Because some of us are unwilling to evolve. And it's not, uh, it's not that they're incapable... Involving, they just don't want to do it because they're friggin' goddamn babies. But babies grow up, not Republicans, no, 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 not conservatives, whatever they call themselves. Oh my god. <sighs> if I just if I want to go to the store and buy a new dress shirt if I can't afford that dress shirt I just don't get it wow I really want to Bird L's on the chat Tara you give them a swift kick in the ass I really want to kick them in the teeth honestly but I would You know, metaphorically speaking, or figuratively. So Veals responds, But healthcare is something that people need, especially if they have cancer. Well, you've got to find a way to get it, the staffer responded with a laugh. Fucking scum. This is a scum of the earth that we have to live amongst. And this person has power. Some power. He works in a senator's office. He's a piece of wasted human DNA. Not even an entire strand of DNA. Just the worst parts. Well, you got to find a way to get it. Tillis' office did not respond to multiple Huffington Post, well, Post, requests for the comment, but request, whatever, you know what I'm saying. But the office told a local North Carolina TV station that the staffer has been reprimanded. Oh, really? In what way? See, reprimanded? Bad. What do you mean, reprimanded? They should be given a friggin' metal in the Republican world yeah the cream of the crop they rise to the top if you're a scumbag that doesn't give a shit about anybody but yourself they got an entire political party for you working for your agenda Your agenda of dividing people, of kicking down on people, of having a world, a country at each other's throats, where some people die without health care, others get shot seven times in the back by cops, and others get lauded as heroes for shooting peaceful protesters, they running through the streets. Or standing on their goddamn lawn but like, the goddamn Hamburglar with a pea shooter and a stupid husband with a goddamn uh, automatic rifle because black people are walking by. Oh, God. And then I gotta get a goddamn Reagan calendar in the mail. This is where I live. Jesus Christ. Why? I gotta live here? I was born here. Jesus Christ. Look at my hair, too. I need to dye it. And it's all... flying away everywhere. It's just unmanageable. I haven't had a haircut in months. That's... okay. I'm not like Nancy Pelosi i don't have that liberal privilege you see uh donald trump jr the scumbag of the earth he's trying to make the hashtag liberal privilege i think he wrote a book liberal or so he did so-called but he didn't write a book he hired somebody to write a book that's what he did liberal privilege yeah it's it's like everybody can't get a haircut but nancy pelosi that's liberal privilege Yeah, I could see the outrage. Too bad it doesn't... extend to 200... effin' thousand people dead in three months. Only to haircuts. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's terrible, isn't it? Nancy Pelosi got a haircut? When the... the... uh, salon was closed? And... She wasn't even wearing a mask. Oh, liberal privilege. But what's conservative privilege? Republican privilege, really. More like it. They get to steal a country. They get to squat in the White House despite receiving fewer votes. There's your friggin' Republican privilege. They get to block Supreme Court justices and gerrymander us into obscurity. When they're a goddamn minority party. Yeah. They get to, that's your con privilege. They get to stuff drunks on the Supreme Court. Rapists. Right? And you, oh, well, they get to rape somebody in a department store and then use our tax dollars to defend them in court. Defend themselves. That's what Trump is doing. Now we all, we, we pay. Jeff Bezos doesn't pay. Republicans, they don't pay. Tw- Twitler certainly doesn't pay. We gotta pay for Twitter's defense. For his goddamn rape of a woman in a department store. He's a piece of dirt. So, that's your con privilege, Veals, 56, and her husband, Scott, 55, told HuffPo in an interview on Wednesday that they had not heard from Tillis or anyone on his staff since the conversation earlier this week. Scott Veals theorized that's because Tillis has no real answer for what they should do. Oh, they're still coming up with the Republican replacement for Obamacare, Right. The reality is the staffer came clean about the Republican position on the issue that is upmost in the mind of many voters. Underneath the exchange with Veal is a philosophical and economic debate about health care. Give me a break. Philosophical and economical. I'm here to tell you guys... What we have to do as normal people and real Democrats, and I'm talking about real Democrats, not just those who... who I, I don't want to hear this shit. Um, access to health care. Access to affordable health care. Bull, bullshit, please. Access to affordable health care in a country where the majority are living check to check. F you. We got to get to a point... In this country, well, people have to understand this. We have to know. They have to know. It have to be educated. That, no, we're not the greatest country on earth. In fact, we're number 34 out of 35 on the list of countries um, where to raise a family. The best places to raise a family. We're 34 out of 35. USA. USA. Ha, ha, ha. Mm-hmm. Please. And people have to understand that if you you really want a democracy, you can't have an intergenerational aristocracy. You can't have a Jeff Bezos walking around. Oh, he could be rich—that's for sure. But he can't be so rich that he threatens this thing that so many fought, bled, and died to create and entrust to us, and that's the bottom line. But, but Americans don't even know that. They don't even know their own history. Republicans, cons, as well as some Democrats, want to apply a free market idea, free market ideas, ideas whatever, who cares? I can't even talk, but oh well, to healthcare, care comparable to shopping for clothes. But as Bev Veals points out, healthcare is something people need. If you need medical treatment, your choice to just not get it because of costs, like a dress shirt, isn't seen as viable in virtually every other industrialized nation. In those nations, healthcare is a right, not an option. The Veals went through medical bankruptcy. Oh, that's a uniquely American experience in their late 40s during one of Bev's cancer treatments. Well, she should have just died. Like how, Bev, how uh, Tom Tillis' staffer, he would have, hey, if he had cancer and he couldn't afford it, oh, well, die, I'm going to die. Gladly, bye, see you. I'm going to do my patriotic duty and drop effing dead. Oh, I have cancer? great um i can't afford it i'm gonna die now bye bye tell everyone i usa 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 all right tell them i love america (sighs) stupid medical bankruptcy that is such a disgusting phrase the strategy for dealing with cancer and other serious, serious illnesses should not be trying to figure out how to manipulate a healthcare system so that you can get coverage and treatment that you need. It should be easily accessible, yes. And you shouldn't have to get cancer to realize that. You know, I get to, I realize that. I haven't yet, knocking on whatever this is, I've never had that, and a. I'm not even gonna. Ch- I'm not even gonna tempt fate. You know what I'm saying? And I guess I'm one of those people that I can imagine. I have empathy, not like Tom Tillis, Republicans, or uh, the entire the entire Republican Party. Because anybody who's in that party is cool with Americans needlessly dying without health care. That's the bottom line. And some Democrats are cool with it too. I don't want to hear Joe Biden talk about access to affordable health. I want to puke when I hear that. Then I'm going to need medical care. but So I don't because I can't afford it. All right, I'm looking at the chat. We've only had two super chats tonight so oh well, that's what I'm saying. What are you gonna do? the f- we won't have a daily show that's it. what can I d- it's not just the super chats it's the like, it's the patrons maybe maybe we've maxed out here. That's what I'm thinking. Nobody likes the show. Not nobody. There's a maybe. It's just a small maybe a handful like the show, and that's the end of it. And we can't. We'll never get a. We'll never get a daily show. <laughs> I'm just saying. I have to resign myself to that. I guess. We'll see. We'll see. So. that's why when you email me and say hey where's the show tonight I can tell that's why it's not just it's like because I gotta do other things to keep Buster Studios going I wanna do a show if I was if my father wasn't a garbage man and my mother wasn't a nun and then a postal worker I would've I wouldn't be bothering people I would just be doing a show But no, I have to be on the working class. I gotta be, well, not even working. Uh, What is this? The working poor, I guess. And the, it's not a middle class. Well, it's not that I'm like homeless or anything. That's for sure. But, you know, anyway. We don't have rich benefactors like other, well, like conservatives. And there is a, what was it? Well, I can't even maybe I shouldn't say. Like TYT. They had a rich person giving them money. That's what happened. All right. With no money coming in, the veals had to dip into their savings to cover their nearly $1,700 a month health insurance premium. Disgusting. They could try to get um, coverage on the exchange, but only one option is available in North Carolina and it would cost more than their current plan. Faced with their dilemma, Bev decided to contact her state's congressional representatives and ask what they should do. Tillis's office was the first she had gotten through to, with many offices closed down or operating on limited hours because of coronavirus. Well, you know, they they could set up a phone system where people can answer the phones from their homes, you know, but Republicans, cons, excuse me, aren't doing that. Because they don't really want to answer the phones. They don't want to talk to their constituents. They, the, the, the constituents they want to talk to have their personal line. They don't got to call the office. You get what I'm saying? The article says she didn't expect someone to be so blunt and uncaring about their position. Well, <laughs> you were calling a Republican con excuse me excuse me i keep saying i gotta get used to the statement but really that's what i'm calling them i know it's the republicans they want to call us democrat party they're the republicans i'm not i'm sick of them oh well let's let's be bigger no let's fight these scums in every corner you can't really, um, what do you call it? Uh, you can't assume that the American people are, are going to know better. They don't. We want, we have to fight. We have to fight like we're on the right side of history because we are. We have to fight with the moral high ground because we have it. We have to fight with the conviction of people on the right side of history because we're on the right side of history and they they are a, they're like a, they're like a fire a virus or whatever you want to put it but you got to stamp them out and i don't mean literally as far as their lives i mean everything that we're talking about this is the thing with what we're talking about, they will benefit from it as well. We are talking about universal health care, universal higher education, taxing the rich at a rate that protects democracy and that everybody understands that. They don't they're not propagandized to think that a rich person um, that Jeff Bezos, that mean that's the American way. This is what the Republicans cons, the Republicans have, they have redefined the American dream into, oh, you could be a billionaire too and not give a shit about anybody. Not not that you don't give a shit about anybody now because you don't. It's just that you're poor and you don't give a shit about anybody. And you'd like to think that you are just a temporarily embarrassed millionaire instead of a worker on the wrong side of Reaganomics. But that's what they've redefined the American dream from being everyone deserves a decent middle-class life. From the the lowest worker to the highest worker in the goddamn boardroom. And those in the boardroom, they don't need to be um, 450 times richer than the lowest paid worker. They could be like 25 times richer. That's what it was in that time that Republicans all long for. They all hearken back to the good old days where everybody knew their place. That's what they they want. They want the racial hierarchies and the sexual and gender Moors, but they don't want the 90% tap, tap, top marginal tax rates. Even the dum dums don't. The dumb dupes. Because they have been propagandized. They're watching Fox News. They think, oh, it's envy. If you want to tax the rich, you're just envious. I see memes like this. Oh, the politics of envy. It's not envy, you effing dotard. It's called protecting the goddamn Democratic Republic that so many, not the Trumps, fought, bled, and died to entrust to us, you stupid doltard. It really... They're, they're, and whatever. They're just so easily played, it makes me sick. Thank you, Els, for your super chat. I see you and I appreciate it. And yeah. Let's see. So the article says at the end here, my wife is a three-time cancer survivor. Yeah. Unfortunately born here. And she and I have spent a lot of time and effort and money to continue her life. And I'm not going to allow anybody to claim that health insurance that we desperately need as a safety net is comparative to a frivolous cost. Oh, they'll keep doing it. Don't worry. You're not going to let them? Oh, they'll do it. Scums. Oh, wow. It says cancer survivor pleading for health for help with health insurance, angry and hurt over Tillis's staff response. And then it says this is in W-R-A-L dot com from I don't know what Carol oh from a North Carolina local. It says Tillis staffer disciplined for response to constituents request. Sure he was. A three-time cancer survivor who reached out to Tom Tillis's office for help with her health insurance dilemma said she got an insensitive response. I, we we want to just get to the... I want to see if they say what they did to discipline him. WRAL sent Veal's video to Tillis' office and requested an interview with the senator. Instead... Spokesman Daniel Kellen sent a statement with an apology. The way Mrs. Veals was talked to by a staff assistant. Of course, he's just an assistant. No name. Just sees the low on the totem pole. The lone wolf. He's the bad apple. You know, who violated the Geneva Conventions. It wasn't the whole fishing fish rotting from the head down orders from the top when we tortured and killed our prisoners there was just the bad apples a couple of bad apples like here there was a staff not even a staff it was just a staff assistant a nameless staff assistant they're, they're so low on the totem pole they don't even have a name they just call them they go hey 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 you get me some coffee get me some paper clips do something answer that phone Yeah you'd really put a staff assistant Well maybe you would a staff assistant when there's a staff assistant working in a senator's office You know they're lying They're so full of shit Everything Republicans are about is a scam. You get it? Even their stupid office. Who would vote for them? They put that guy in that office. They People went and they, were, they voted. And they said, we want Tom Tillis to set up an office. And we want him to represent us in the halls of Congress and the halls of power. Because... He is really working for us. He's a Tom Tillis, after all. He's a Republican. He doesn't like abortion, right? He doesn't like black people like us. Well, we, we are not racist, but we want everybody in their place. And we like baby, we like born. We're not about life. We're about being born. When you're born, then you're on your own. But just like us, we're gonna send him because we're a culture of life that kills two hundred thousand in three months. But and we we're godly and all that. But those hey, if you got cancer, I don't know what did you do. Maybe you uh, maybe God was punishing you or something. I don't know. That's why we don't have medical care here, because you gotta take what God gives you. We're all about Jesus here. Jesus is our health care. Jesus Christ, that's for sure. Thank you, Stephen Lee, for your super chat. Felines rule. Yes, they do. They certainly rule my house. You won't even believe it. And they're but they're very entertaining. I like them. They're cool. Aren't they? Wouldn't that be nice? If this was a normal country, that's what I would do. I wouldn't maybe I'd do a podcast about cats. We talk about rescuing well animals. Have a nice animal rescue. Then we could talk about what we can do you know, that's what it's supposed to happen. That's why we're supposed to have... a In a functioning society... You, you vote for your representatives. You send them. And there's... Because they have your best interest. Right? Everything's running. Boom, boom, boom. Everything is nice. You have nice streets. Water is clean. The air is clean. There's a law of people... I have to go to court, you know, because sometimes that's people are people. But it's functioning. So you get to take your mind off of things, off of the destruction of your d- democratic republic, and concentrate on doing other things like cats, like helping cats. How's Francis and Tara Jr. Jr.? Elle says. They're very good. Where is Tara Jr.? Tara Jr.? I bet you they won't. Francis! Francis! This has been happening a lot. They're not coming when I call them. Francis! Come here, boo-boo. Francis! You <laughs> see? Francis! He does come sometimes when I call him. It's very cute, too. Because I'll call him and he <laughs> he runs into the room. Like, somebody call me? He's very cute. But he's not doing it now. I, I, maybe they know somehow I'm on the air. So they're shy. They It's like people are here. You know what I mean? Even though Francis is not a shy cat, you would be surprised that when I tell you that Tara Jr. Jr. is shy when people come over. But Francis is like the mayor. He really is. He's like the mayor of the building. Goes around to everybody. He says hello to everybody. He really does. It's very cute. Everybody likes him. He, like, gets up on everybody's legs. He's like, hello, hello. (laughs) It's cute. Thank you, Guyan, for your super chat. All right. Veal says she wants more than an apology. We need our legislators to listen to us and help us solve this problem. Because it's not just my problem not being able to afford health care. It's the problem of hundreds and thousands of North Carolinians and everyone in the country. Her family is tapping retirement savings to keep her insurance while ho- hoping her husband will be called back to his job. The left-leaning nonprofit Piedmont Rising, which is actively campaigning against Tillis over issues such as his op- opposition, to the Affordable Care Act and Medicaid expansion, reached out to Veals about her recordings and shared them with WRAL. Tillis' office provided a follow-up response to the senator's stance on Medicaid expansion. Okay, here we go. Senator Tillis believes... Wait, something in my freaking mouth again. It is critical... All right, let me start again. Senator Tillis believes because he's been paid to believe. Senator Tillis is a grifter, a greasy, palmy, grasping grifter who doesn't give a shit about anybody else but himself because Senator Tillis has his own health care. He gets government health care paid for by we the people. For life, by the way, a senator will have, just like a veteran... We'll have health care for life. Senator Tillis believes it is critical. We protect the health and safety of North Carolinians throughout this pandemic. Oh, really? Which is why he has supported the Trump administration's effort to require all Americans, regardless of their insurance status, to be able to receive treatment if they get COVID, but not if they get cancer. Miss Veals. Sorry. Senator Tillis also has been pushing to guarantee that all Americans with pre-existing conditions can get affordable health care. F you! Because when we know Republicans don't give a shit about conditions pre-existing or otherwise. When he was Speaker of the House in North Carolina... Senator Tillis inherited a Medicaid program that was mismanaged and plagued with overspending and inefficiency. Not like um, the big insurance companies that are so plagued with so much money. Well, you wouldn't call that a plague. They have so much money from denying health care that they get gold-plated faucets in their private jets and they get to give their golden parachutes to their CEOs like Bill McGuire gets to leave one guy leave their their employee with a one point six billion dollar with a B bonus for denying health care. But Senator Tillis be because he got the memo now that Republicans are Republicans are supposed to be um, all about protecting pre-existing conditions because they they realized it, it was popular with the dum-dums that they pretend to represent. They don't like that Obamacare, but they like the provisions in Obamacare. But don't tell them anything about the lawsuit going on that Republicans are pushing currently to overturn the entire Affordable Care Act, including the protections for pre existing conditions. Yeah, they'll just say it. If anything they've learned from Trump, if if Trump has taught them anything, it is that you just keep lying. That's it. Just keep lying. The stupids they'll keep they'll follow you over a cliff. And be—you'll be lucky enough. Not not all of them will get cancer, so they only see the light when something affects them directly. So just keep telling them that black people are coming to walk by their houses, and caravans are coming. Even though we can't—we couldn't leave the country if we wanted to. But the, I wish a caravan would come up here right now and take me the hell over the border. Just keep lying. If Trump's taught them anything, don't worry. They have learned their lessons well. You know what pisses me off besides everything else is uh, that I hear these effing Republicans, these average Joe morons. I hate them all. They're saying, well, who they're going to vote for Twitter again. Ugh, they make me want to puke. But... They all say that, uh, oh shit, let me get back to this. I, you know what, I was saying this and it went right in my, as the words were coming out of my mouth, the thought was receding and uh, it'll come back to me in a minute. It's getting late. They all say, what was I fucking saying? That's, I, I guess I'm getting old. The, okay, expanding Medicaid at the time would have been a promise that the state wouldn't have been able to keep requiring cuts to the program that would have harmed patients that states like New York... Oh, shut the fuck up. You know... Holy shit. I feel like I had a Joe Biden moment there. <laughs> <laughs> that was a Joe Biden moment no I, I was going to say what was annoying me It'll come back to me everything annoys me maybe that's why it all went into my the part of my brain that was like don't even talk about it because everything sucks when he was Speaker of the House in North Carolina the statement continued I mean This they asked this fucking scum. I'm sorry. Now it's it's past eleven, so the curse has come. Uh, If what does he have to say about the callous and uncaring statement of his so-called junior staffer, uh, staffer assistant? What is it? Not isn't it? What is he? A staffer assistant? A junior staffer? Junior staffer, intern, not even working there person. Who knows? A delivery guy came in and answered the phone. I don't know. But it's that they don't even answer the question. What do you think about your shitty response? And they're all about, oh, it's like the terrible unfair Broken the um, uh, uh, Obamacare, the broken and it, it's it's like whatever Trump does, they follow his lead. Now it's like, for example, every time he would say Obamacare, the broken and unmanageable and the corrupt Obamacare and the dis, uh, b- the disgusting and the and the corrupt or whatever you know what I mean. Everything they would say, they would add an adjective on there that suits their agenda. So here he is. Senator Tillis inherited a Medicaid program that was mismanaged and plagued with overspend. Fuck you. What do you say to one of your constituents who called you for help, scum? And he answers that, oh, I'm such a victim. I inherited a Medicaid program plagued with mismanagement and overspending and inefficiency. You know what? That meant people were getting health care, probably. There was too much health care going around. Overspending and inefficiency. It's It's only overspending if it goes to brown people, black people. People with uh, who have darker pigment inefficiency is in the eye of the beholder. But th- if the trust me, if it was running smoothly and it was inefficient, that's because Republicans made it so. That's what they do. That's part of their agenda to destroy expanding medicaid at the time would have been a promise that the state wouldn't have been able to keep why Uh, aren't you in charge fix it then if it's broken but it wasn't broken you just don't give a shit who lives or dies because you got yours Requiring cuts to the program that would have harmed patients that states like New York and California have already been forced to make? What are you talking about, you fucking liar scum? They can't, They just count on the ignorance of their, of their idiots. And they, well, that's why they keep repeating lies after lies after lies that's trump in a nutshell repeat the lies long enough and they become the truth what like what he says i finally nobody could get the veterans choice passed no one no one no one could ever do it i finally i signed that into law oh thank you twitler it was signed into law under obama Obama signed it into law. And who sponsored the bill? John F. And McCain and Bernie Sanders, you son of a bitch. I hate them. You understand, guys? I really do. I should be a I'm not no, I say I should be a better person. No. Not about them. We should hate what is broken? We should hate those who are killing us. So instead of answering the woman's question or re- responding to their scum suckery, they got to release a statement that is so packed with propaganda. Because never miss a moment to spread your lies and your propaganda and whine that you're a fucking victim that inherited, oh, I inherited such inefficiency. Like the broken, like that's what Twitler says. Oh, everything was so broken. The cupboards were bare when I got here. There were no PPE. The cupboards were bare. They were so bare that you had to you had to disband the the pandemic unit they were so bare when when president so called president g said oh guess what a freaking coronavirus is coming and you were like oh wow it's really deadly you told bob woodward it was deadly because you were trying to play the big man for the journalists, for the fake news. You know, the fake news called, and you were like, oh, yeah, remember when he used to call up the Post or whatever as John Barron talking about how everybody wanted to fuck him? That's who this stupid, ugly, gross waste of human DNA is. That's a life? That's a life. A wasted life. I don't give a shit how much money he has and how many porn stars he's banged. Or whatever. Or attempted. I mean, it went through the motions. Let's put it that way. Please. You know he sucks in bed. You know it. He's never... He's still... I'm sure he's never found the clitoris in his whole life. He's never tried. He's disgusting. So what a waste a wasted life that's how he spent his limited lifespan banging or trying to bang porn stars trying to trade up his wives cuz you he can't he's not man enough to have a wife to have a partner who to, to literally to have a real partner that's not a partner She's a, she's an appendage. She's an accessory. That's not a partner. That's somebody that's supposed to make him look good. If he could have a real doll, he'd have a real, if they could make a goddamn robot, he would get one. A fembot. That was my favorite episode of Bionic Woman, the fembots. Remember the fembots? That's... Trump would have a fembot in a second. He doesn't give a shit. A woman. He's not man enough to have a, a wife, to have a real partner, to grow old with somebody, to have a real partnership. It's all about how you look on his arm. Everything is about him. His children are about him. He's a sociopath. He's a he's a waste of human DNA. And why any Christian? Christian. All these Christians, they vote for him these evangelicals? Well, they're all a bunch of freaking hypocrites. That's for sure. Wait a minute. I was speaking of I got a letter from Joey Bay who writes I decided to go to the local eatery near work today for lunch not far from where I was seated were a couple of women wearing bonnets they were very religious as they proceeded with the prayer before getting on to gobbling their food they prayed loud enough so that all those seated nearby could hear them pray for our wonderful president, Donald J. Trump. And with these women, I assume the J stood for Jehovah's Witnesses. They then started on the Black Lives Matter mantra that states Black Lives Matter stands for, stands against the nuclear family. Can you believe this shit? This is some, there's a couple of dumb bitches praying in a restaurant so everybody can hear them saying grace and their agenda. Oh, yeah, yeah. Jesus, please uh, protect our Donald J. Trump. The J stands for Jehovah. And, and, and those, that sad Black Lives Matter movement that's against nuclear family? that garbage belief that blm doesn't believe in the traditional family so on the way out the door i asked the lovely ladies if the nuclear family includes a pool boy having sex with the husband's wife while the husband watches you know like the jerry falwell family Or does the nuclear family consist of a man who cheated on his first wife with a second wife, cheated on his second wife with his third wife, and cheated on his third and current wife with a porn star and playboy bunny? This president, of whom you were just praying for, has had three wives, that is, what your nuclear family looks like? And by the way, ladies... Do you think your tax dollars should go towards paying lawyers to defend this president, who has several women, women, accusing him of sexual assault and rape? He writes, "I did not wait around for their answer." Well, that's, yeah. I, yeah. Well, that's interesting. I wish you did, though. <laughs> well, it makes me sick. You should have took out your phone, Joey. Start videotaping these idiots. Oh, Jesus. Please give Donald J. Trump more uh, Russian assistance to steal this election. Please sow chaos in the streets and kill as many people as possible with the coronavirus. Please give Donald J. Trump a hotel in Moscow as long as we all get to vote for Donald J. Trump twice. And our great militia out in the streets can put these Black Lives Matter protesters in their place by murdering them. Or or what does Donald J. Trump Jr. say? Oh, acting out, he said? A 17-year-old acting out? Let's see, Donald... Oh, yes, he says, we all do stupid things when when we were 17. Who don't remember taking a rifle across state lines to murder protesters? We all did our stupid things when we were kids. You know? I only went across Where did I go? Well, Donald Dray Trump, he went he only went out to murder beautiful animals. Like the waste he is. Oh god, these people, everything about them is disgusting. Everything. Donald Trump Junior on alleged alleged Kenosha shooter. He shouldn't have been at the protests, but we all do stupid things. Well, remember what they did to Trayvon Martin? they posted pictures of him that weren't even him saying he's a thug. He took a picture. They, they put, they, they showed pictures of somebody that wasn't even him pictures with guns or something. It wasn't even him. And they disparaged this kid who was walking home in his neighborhood with a bag of Skittles and iced tea, and now the filth of the right, the filthy, disgusting fascists that we share this country with, they they idolize George Zimmerman. He autographs bags of Skittles for these scumbags, these great Christian scumbags. God. We're waiting for due process. We're not jumping to any conclusion. This is Donald Trump Jr. If I put myself in Kyle Rittenhouse's shoes, maybe I shouldn't have been there. Yeah, he's a young kid. I don't want kids, young kids running around the streets with AR-15s. Well, as long as they're white. Maybe I wouldn't have put myself in that situation. Who knows? We all do stupid things. At 17... It's a little beyond stupid, the show's host said. Well, really stupid. Fine. Not like the brilliant father that I have who doesn't do anything stupid. He's never done a stupid thing in his life. He is like, he's the only infallible being that's ever walked the earth, including bigger, I mean, I think he's bigger than Jesus. I mean, he is a miracle worker. Look what he's done. He's taken our country. He took, look at how bad our country was. It was in a depression. Everything was, wait, oh, that's now. It was a depression. It was on fire. P- uh, 200,000 people were dead before, oh, wait. There was a pandemic. It was a, it was a death from sea to shining sea. Oh, wait god liberal privilege oh yeah that's his his book but we all have to let due process play out except when you're a black guy and a cop shoots you in the back seven times that's that's what they call due process for black people due process for black people is being shot in the back seven times and then being called um yeah he was just, he was resisting. He was resisting by walking away casually. He was resisting. I mean, he was alive. He And he had darker pigment. What are you going to do? God, Trump's comments, Trump Jr.'s comments on Rittenhouse came after he was questioning... Question during the interview on the president's con... Why am I talking like that? <laughs> Imagine that was my real voice. Um, came after he was questioned during the interview on President Trump's controversial trip to Wisconsin. Oh, please. Can we stop pretending that Twitter is anywhere near a freaking president? Oh, my God. It's enough. It's Enough. Enough. After the, when this shit is over, what are we gonna have to deal with this? This is why I wanna break this country up. Cause I don't wanna see a picture of Donald Trump, a, a portrait hanging in a gallery, the Hall of Presidents? Or the, you go to Disneyland and you gotta see that effing wax statue? No. Uh, Except the whole... The other half of the country... Are... Cuckoo... Cuckoo for freaking Cocoa Puffs... For this con man... Why? I don't know... He's gonna... Here's the other thing... Before we go... Because I'm looking at the time... I have to go to bed... I have to sleep... I have to sleep... Damn it... I wish I didn't have to sleep... But... You all have to sleep... Sleep is good... Too much of a good thing though... Sometimes... But... you you need to sleep I gotta sleep and I gotta get out of this house you know I haven't left this house it sucks well I left the house on Sunday to go feed the community cats but I need to get more exercise this is ridiculous I have to I keep saying that I feel like I'm gonna age like rapidly because of not going out and exercising I got to exercise. Use it or lose it. All right. Whatever. That's an, that's a side note. So the last thing I wanted to say before we go, and I'm sorry, the show, I've been all over the place. Whatever. It's been a few days since we had a show. And yes, Zenny says, sleep is escape from this wretched reality. That's true. There's always that second, that blissful brief second when I'm waking up and I'm realizing it's right before I realize how effed up everything is that that is peace for one brief fleeting moment. So liberal privilege, like he wrote this book, bullshit. You know, he has a ghostwriter, wrote the whole thing. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like, he's like, honey, uh... With... What's her face? What is that woman's face? I used to work with her. Donald Trump... Oh, Kimberly (laughs) Guilfoyle. Donald Trump's girlfriend? Like, he's honey, I'm going to write my book, Liberal Privilege Now. I can't, uh... I can't talk right now about... How we're going to, uh reclaim this country from all of the chaos we're gonna build we're gonna build well i was gonna make america great we're gonna build back better (laughs) i hate that slogan by the way build back better kill yes kimberly gargoyle that's for sure andrea build back better and make it what is build back better oh my god who came up with that really i could have come up with something better build back better why it doesn't matter i'm gonna vote for him anyway but build back better we're gonna build back better it doesn't make any sense build back better what the fuck build what does it mean build back better Build, okay, that's going forward. Back, we're going back? Better? Because it just has a B. Build boobily boop better. Build ba- Baba baba Booy better. Really, <laughs> be best. Build be best better. Build be baba boob boob be boob be my baby better. Build back booba ba ba boo better Build back better. boo boo ba ba better I found... I, I, I'm reminding myself of f- the Fat Albert cartoon that I used to watch on Saturday mornings. Boo-ba-ba-boo-ba-ba-ba-booba. booba was not there a guy that talked like that on the cartoon? boo ba ba boo ba booba boo ba better Build back better. Build back better. What does it mean? Build back better? That's the best you can do? You gotta... You know, you hire somebody that knows branding? Did they hire Donnie Deutsch or something? To do, to come up with that? Yeah, I'm Donnie Deutsch. I came up, I uh, pulled myself up by my bootstraps and inherited my father's advertising agency. So now I'm a, I'm a big man in the communications biz and everybody consults me. Who cares? This is what this country has come to? All these intergenerational assholes. Ugh. Christmas. Christmas in hell, it feels like. Build back better. Does that even mean anything? I'm sorry, I have to look this up. I'm sure it'll be fruitless. Build back better. Come on with that. How to build back better. Why back, though? I don't get it. Even build better would be better. (laughs) Not even though. I guess build better doesn't... It's like be best. It really is. Be best. No malarkey better. No malarkey? Really? Terry, Terry, are they trying to lose? It's true. You got to come up with something better. I mean, Twitler stole from Ronald Reagan. Steal something. Steal something better. We're on your side. Let's see what was FDR's FDR slogans. I know there was one "Man of the People" or something. "Happy days are here again." Yeah, there you go. Use that. Ten winning presidential campaign slogans: Tipper Canoe and Tyler Two. What? We poked you in 44. We shall pierce you in 52. Yuck. That sounds like Build Back Better. Don't swap horses when crossing streams. That was in Lincoln. That was Abraham Lincoln. Lincoln, wait. Although the country was on the brink of disunion, Abraham Lincoln went with an economic slogan promising to promising land to Western settlers. Vote yourself a farm. In his 1860 campaign, the Homestead Act of 1862 fulfilled his pledge. In 1864, there was no avoiding the shadow cast by the Civil War. Honest Abe relied on his folksy, saying to urge a war-weary nation to stay the course instead of voting for Democratic challenger George McClellan the Union General-in-Chief, Lincoln relieved of command in 1862. Build back better. Don't build back better. Build back better. Four more years of the full dinner pail. That was William McKinley. He kept us out of war. President Woodrow, Woodrow Wilson a return to normalcy in the wake of wilson's turbulent second term and american well he could have used that return to normalcy keep cool cuz that's what really what he's selling keep cool with coolidge happy days are here again that's fdr Well only one of his slogans let's see what they were FDR slogans in every election Let's see List of campaign slogans Oh boy there's many fifty four forty or fight Sounds like Build Back Better. For president, the for president of the people? For president of the people. Zachary Taylor. That's weird. First in war, first in peace. Winterfield Scott, who didn't win. Free soil, free, free labor, free speech, free men. Fremont! Will Buckham in 56. James Buchanan. Vote yourself a farm and horses. Abraham Lincoln. Honest old Abe. It's another one. Don't you hate when Twitler talks about, I'm a, I don't know, I couldn't beat that honest Abe, but I could be, I'm bigger than whatever, Jesus. A honest Abe. He doesn't know shit about Honest Abe. Except he knows that they called him Honest Abe. That's it. It's, you should ask him one thing. Give me one thing about Honest Abe. Hey, hey, ask him this. What years um, did we fight the Civil War? Ask him that. He wouldn't know. Let us have peace. Tilden and reform. Rum, Romanism, and rebellion. That is 1884 Republican attack because of supposed Democratic um, support for consuming alcoholic beverages, Catholic immigrants, and the Confederacy. Look at that. Eh, Racism and... Xenophobia. Rejuvenated Republicanism. Benjamin Harrison. Where is. A Square Deal for All. William Howard Taft. It's nothing but fair to leave Taft in the chair. Again, William Taft in 1912. America First. An America efficient. Charles Evans Hughes. All right. Return to normalcy. That was Harding. Who but Hoover? Who? Who but Hoover? Build back better. A chicken in every pot. Commonly cited version of a claim asserted in a Republican Party flyer on behalf of the 1928 presidential campaign of Herbert Hoover. Well, we know how that worked out. Okay, here we get Roosevelt. Happy days are here again. That was the first campaign. We are turning the corner. The 1932 campaign slogan. And then, well, these were two slogans. Defeat the New Deal and its reckless spending. 1936 U.S. presidential campaign slogan of Alfred M. Landon. Let's get another deck. Shut up, Alfred Landon. Let's make it a Landon landslide. Oh, well. Didn't really work out. Life, liberty, and Landon. Life, liberty, and Landon. Who came up with that one? The same one that came up with Build Back Better? Well, here's a good one. Remember Hoover? That was Franklin Roosevelt's 1936 campaign. So, hey, you want to go back to Hoover? We could do that in a couple of years. Remember Trump? Remember Twitler? Okay? Enough. Don't vote Republican. Forward with Roosevelt? And here, here we go in his third term. A better a third termer than a third raider. Nineteen thirty. No, I mean nineteen forty. I want Roosevelt again. Yeah, I wish. God damn it. He had, he hadn't died when he did. Jesus Christmas. Carry on with Roosevelt. No third term, no fourth term either, Wendell Wilkie. Roosevelt for ex-president. We want Wilkie. Don't swap horses midstream. That's Franklin Roosevelt again. We were going to win this war and the peace that follows. Do we or don't we? Thomas Dewey. And then we get, I'm wild about Harry. Pour him on Harry. Give him hell, Harry. That's, we know. Truman. I like Ike. I still like Ike. Oh, well. Let's get to today. Ugh. Gross. Why? Why today? I like living in the past. I do. That's probably why I like history because I'm like today sucks yes we can that's a great slogan come on we are the ones we've been waiting for change we can believe in change we need fired up ready to go hope country first that's John McCain reform prosperity and peace People fighting back. will fight back. That's Ralph Nader. Ready to change. Ready to lead. Ready for change. Ready to lead. Hillary Clinton in 2008. Forward. Believe in America. That's Mitt Romney. America's comeback team. That's even not bad. Obama isn't working. Well, isn't that just like a black man right romney don't tell me they didn't undertone that because that's the way they would attack obama anyway he was either lazy or he was shifty you know coming up with all shifty even what's her face sarah palin shucking and jiving and then it would always say oh all these little drop these little racist nuggets dog whistles everywhere i don't want to monkey around oh that was that that was late that was recently though that was recently monkey around let's not monkey around that's what that's in one of the recent campaigns not about obama um, what did they say? Gorilla Glue. I remember one of them was saying something about Obama using Gorilla Glue. Who the hell says that? Gorilla gr- Glue. These people are sick. See how effing sick they are? And how unfit they are? You don't have... It, we live in a country that's diverse. It is a nation of immigrants. You don't put racists in charge they have been in charge entirely too long that's why we've never been able to fulfill our promises jesus christ because we've had people who don't want to fulfill them they want everybody well they want to they're dragging us back to the back to not, I mean, not back to England, I wish, but back to the system of the rich owning everything and everybody else knowing their place. Okay, now it's really time for me to go. The thing I wanted to say first, we just want to say Twitler is counting. He's, we'll, we'll talk about this later more. We'll get into it more. He's counting on a vaccine, right? They're trying to force this vaccine. Who the hell is going to take this vaccine? I'm not taking a vaccine from a con man. You want to take a vaccine from the guy who told you to inject yourself with bleach or disinfectant? You know, we're going to look at that. That's very interesting. Why don't they put in some kind of just want to keep doing that D- it- disinfect it under the skin? That's very interesting. I'm glad I thought of that. Now let's all scramble and get doctors on the case of putting in disinfectant under your skin and light under your skin. Uh, Really? What is the difference? Now they all want a, there's not a, first of all, there's not a vaccine for this coronavirus. They don't even know if there a vaccine is possible since you can get reinfected pretty quickly so how are you going to vaccinate yourself if getting the coronavirus is not does not make you immune from it and we know that it doesn't because people are getting reinfected then how is a vaccine going to work of course it will only be temporary like the flu vaccine but Will it even be worth it? So they want to put a vaccine out there so they can do nothing. Basically what they're doing now for the American people and say, get back to work. Everything's better. All is well. See, I gave you a vaccine. Who's going to take that vaccine? I'm not taking that vaccine. I'll take Trump network vitamins before I take that goddamn vaccine. From a con man? He's a filthy liar. And that's what the Republicans have done to this country. They have so broke this country. We, we can't trust government. Now, look at what they're doing to the Department of Homeland Security. We have real threats. Russians are attacking our election and we have the ingrown threat of white, of right-wing, right wing, white supremacists. That's the real threat. And the Department of Homeland Security, the people who work there, are being told to downplay the threat and manipulate the intelligence because they don't want to upset the dim leader, the dumb Fuhrer. And they have an agenda to enact. And it's not to protect you or to protect me or to protect democracy. It is to destroy democracy. And if you die in the process, oh well. That's the bottom line. And this is why the goddamn right-wing, I mean the right-wingers are, they are what they are, hopeless and disgusting. But... Uh, any anybody if you're a democrat I consider you reachable even if you're somebody that's a conservative if you whatever that is a conservative democrat you know like uh, how are you a conservative democrat you believe that well I guess only some some people can get health care how is that even a thing anyway whatever but I think, uh, you know, you're reachable. At least you're a Democrat. But you need to know that's what we're here for. We need to push these people. They have to understand what <laughs> what we're up against. And, you know, you can't reason with some, with, a, with a political party that has no reason... That has no, they don't care. They don't want to have a functioning democracy. For one thing, you got to agree. You all have to agree on the agenda. The agenda, if the agenda is, and what is that agenda? Is it what? What's a functioning democracy? It means that. We all have a seat at the table, and that means that we all are economically vibrant, that we should have a country that works for more than just the 1%. And we shouldn't have a donor class, and we shouldn't have things like medical bankruptcy. God. And, all right, peace out, ladies and gentlemen. I'm glad I got to do the show tonight. I hope you enjoyed it. Oh, my God. Yes, Terry Taylor says we are being attacked on every level. That's the truth. Biden is a right-wing Democrat. Resist Evolve says, yep, build back better. What is build back better? Oh, no. Oh, no, no, no. Joe Lieberman endorsed Susan Collins today for Senate? Get the F out of here. Susan Collins. Is there anybody more useless than Susan Collins besides Tom Tillis? And the rest of them? Jesus Christ. All right, my friends. I want to say hi to you all. I want to thank you for your super chat where uh, where is it let's see who hmm why I can't see them alright Richard thank you and thank you Jim and Els and Stephen Lee and Guyon thank you all for your super chats and everybody else for your patronage and for hanging out and we will build back better another day Hopefully soon. I don't know when. Thank you. Terry Taylor says, thank you so much, Tara. You're the, your voice is just what I needed tonight. Love and stay safe. Thank you, Terry. Right back at you. Really. I wanted to do a show yesterday because I was so damn depressed. I was r- wanted to get together. with you. I can't even talk. Why can't I talk? Well, you all know that. I wanted to get together with you all, and I don't know. I feel better when we're together. (laughs) I feel better. I feel like building back better when we're together. Building back better. Build back better. Build back better. I can't. I'm sorry. I'm I'm just going to be mulling this over. Build back better. Better. What the bucka 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 What the you talking about? Build back better. What the beka 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 bucka bucka beka 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 bucka bucka Book a a book a a book a book a book a book a book a Build back better? What? What you talking about, build back better? I don't know what you mean. Build back better? Come on, you could do better than that. You could do better. Build back better? What? What are you talking about? Is this some malarkey? I thought I heard somebody say build back better. Why don't you say believe in America? America's coming back. America's comeback team. Obama isn't working. The people's president, live free. A Green New Deal for America, yeah. Oh, make America great again. Whatever. That's a recycled figures. He can't even come up with his own slogan. How about yes we can again, huh huh? Even that's better than build back better. We are the ones we've been waiting for again. (laughs) We've still been waiting. How much am I gonna wait? How long am I expected to wait? Jesus Christ. I gotta wait so long, how much? What is this shit? A stronger America, let's be America, leadership, prosperity, reformer, whatever. Oh my God, build back better. Yeah, this is what we got, and we, this is why we do a show, because, man, we got a long way to go. That's right, you build it, they'll come, but hey, we gotta build back better, we gotta do better than that, stop with the build back better shit. Did you really pay for that? Come on, what about, I don't know. Um, It's time for a change, the people for a change, a kinder, gentler nation, thousand points of light, read my lips, whatever, I'm on your side, keep hope alive, whatever. It's morning again, new leadership, where's the beef, huh? Are you better off than you were four years ago? No, I'm not, because I'm dead, all right? I got coronavirus, I'm on a goddamn food line and i can't save 400 dollars for a insurance premium that's 1500 dollars so okay yeah i don't need to build back better i need i need some sleep jesus christ peaches and cream a leader for a change why not the best he's making us proud again how about they can't lick our dick That is a slogan. Don't change dicks in mid-screw. Vote for Nixon, 72. That's even better than Build Back Better. Some people talk change, others cause it. This time, vote like your whole world depended on it. That's Nixon, all right? Nixon? Oh my God, that's a Republican for you. Never, never, never trust a Republican. It's the most disappointing thing. Beam, pump. Yeah, right. Colbert, White Rep says, how about I don't suck? All right? It's better than Build Back Better. All right, my friends, it's time to go. It's time to take this brain to unconsciousness. I need it. Tomorrow's another day. Yeah, I hope. I hope we'll be on above ground. Another day above ground. Another day fighting for the people. You know, we the people. E plura all that shit. We're in this together. Even those who, you know, are sick. Who don't have insurance or job you know we're fighting for them we're fighting for each other for a country that deserves us god damn it and we deserve we did we deserve to get these con men out of our house and put them back where they belong in the dung heap of history that's right so I hope that you can become a patron at patreon.com slash And remember what I always say, we stick together, we win, and we will win. Because that's, that's another way of saying e pluribus unum, out of many, one. And that's another way of saying we pledge our lives, our fortunes, our sacred honor to each other because we're on the right side of history. We're the real patriots, liberals, progressives. We're on the right side of history, the right side of humanity, the right side of dignity, decency, and democracy. And we will win. That's why we stick together. We stick together, we win. Let's remember that. My name is Tara Devlin, and I will see you very soon.